great day. It's time to talk about some sports. We're gonna do it good. We're gonna talk a lot. We're gonna catch up, hit the spot. Ryan here, Djibouti here. Gonna talk about some sports in your ear. It's all the sports. It's all the sports. Gonna do a lot, do a lot talking sports on 85 yards. That's what we do. Hello, hello. How about you? What's up, buddy? 85 what? yards through the heart of the South. This show's for sports fans, by sports fans, bringing that conversation from the bar to your airways. We were off, off last week, unintended. I have been holding that in all day to discuss and sing and serenade our fans. I know they've missed it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan McClancy. Yes, yes. Here I am. Long awaited. Now, last week, last week was was... I won't say my bad. It was because because it, it wasn't like it was my avoidable, you know. It's my mm-hmm. two year anniversary, so kind of uh, that takes precedence. I guess sorry, you can, sorry. We'll Jamie. use we'll use that as an excuse. No, nah, man, you're good. I uh, I it was it was good. It was good to kind of reflect, and I missed it. I actually missed like very much. Like Tuesday, Wednesday, I kept feeling like I was forgetting something. I was like. Like it should be. It some got shit to like Friday. It got to like Friday, and I was like, "Oh shit, weren't we're supposed to have done that already?" <laughs> like I should have. Like, shouldn't I be editing this? Like, what what's going on? Um, and then I was like, "Now you know what? It's kind of nice to just. I just want to take take a little bit of time. Like, I, I love doing this, but at at a fr- on a Friday, I don't want to then have to all of a sudden like cram all of that in <laughs> yeah. before the weekend. So. Uh, it, it worked out. It worked out. It's it's always good to get a little break in, you know. For sure. Well, it's it's the it's it's our bye week. It's our bye week. It's like in cool. the middle of the season. Hey, even the pro. Like, I get. Or like we'll talk about. We'll like we'll talk about with uh, with Wham today. You know, uh, the the game got canceled. <laughs> so due right, to COVID. Exactly. COVID. <laughs> COVID. COVID. Contact tracing. Right. That's why we got knocked out. Three people removed got COVID. Yeah, nobody so. here had it, but my neighbor had it. And so, exactly. You know, and I, I, quarantined. I breathed in a 10 foot. I won't get into it. I won't get into it. So, big show today. For those of you who don't know, 85 yards to the heart of the South. I am Chayton Nye. This is my co-host, Ryan McClency. Got a big jam-packed show for you today. Can't wait to get to Wham. But first, Ryan, tell us about the wonderful beverage that you are partaking in at this moment. I've got some tequila. Ooh. It is a uh, a nice little mezcal. Can't think of the name right now because I've already had about half of it while we were chatting beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty good. Um, it was a new bottle that, uh, again, sucker for packaging. Um I respect saw it. it and saw it, thought it looked looked interesting, started looking into it a little bit more and just decided to pull the trigger. And if you if you I don't know if you've had Mezcal before, have you? I have not. I have not. But I do love a good tequila. So Mezcal is uh, I like I would say it is uh, it is to tequila what scotch is to whiskey. So it's like it's got that kind of like that peatiness and that kind of really earthiness, and it's not quite as sweet as like Blanco is, mm. um, but it's definitely got some smokiness, like it was like aged in oak barrels or you know, I don't I don't know how they make scotch to be completely honest. <laughs> I know it's got I know it's got you like a mossy I, I know it's got like a mossy <laughs> taste, you know. <laughs> I just know I they totally, put. I know they put whiskey in barrels. Damn it. I would, That's I all I know. You could have told me that they made fucking scotch <laughs> in a bathtub, and I would have believed I it. I mean, they used to. I mean, right. <laughs> right. I, I should have done it. I should have done it. You, I, you were very convincing. So you got that. Tequila. I love it. Tequila. So, so I am. I am not partaking in a drink as we kind of had discussed your boy as mac from it's always sunny would say is i'm i'm <laughs> cultivating mass for those of you terms. keeping count at home this is like three weeks in a row <laughs> i haven't been 
drinking something. I, I, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the top shelf. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, sipping on some, some Don. I'm going to plug in at this moment. Like in editing, I'm just going to plug in you at the beginning of the show saying, taking the conversation from the bar to your airwaves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do it. Plug it, plug it in there. Ryan, there's there's a lot of things I say and, you know, it's just, it's kind of all over the place. So um, I just actually ate, um, I actually just, uh, if you want to discuss what I'm talking, I had a nice uh, oaky afterbirth supplement. Um, afterbirth? I, was, I took a, I took a, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't yeah, seen yeah. the you haven't seen the okay, office okay shit. after birth <laughs> you, you gotta watch the office you've told that you've said that before so i, <laughs> I like picked up on it but still i'm gonna, still I'm gonna, good, call, I'm gonna grab onto that any chance good. i get so i'm sure so buddy big time show like i said we were off a week jam-packed got <clears throat> a wonderful topic to kind of end on, but it's the greatest time. It's the greatest time. Gonna talk a lot about sports. Gonna do a lot of talking about sports. Only the important stuff. Gonna, 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 gonna. <laughs> it's wham. What was the, it was, uh, it was, wah with the wah, the wham, the wham, woogie, woogie. <laughs> We do need to do that. I want to. We do absolutely have to do that. So there's like sometimes there's like a lot of stuff, like visions of like drops and stuff that like next year I definitely want to do. Wall with the wall, the wham, the wham, oh, wiggy yeah. wiggy. We need to start. We need to start a list. So it's it's yes. that one. It's thick. <laughs> what we're gonna have to do is I'm just gonna have to find an excuse to come down to Nashville to record all of these drops. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Take a we'll day. We'll just get drunk and just start yes. recording random fucking words and phrases and yes, it'll be a good time. I love it. So Wham, the the wonderful, fearless, Whamtastic leader, Whamalama, ding dong. Yeah, we have to get a gong too for the for the Wham. Ryan oh. is <laughs> Ryan is going to lead you to the <clears throat> promise Wham with what actually matters. This was the week that was canceled, for those that were unaware, um, as we had six games canceled or postponed that featured a ranked team, including Ohio State versus Maryland, who simply just didn't want to take an L. Let's be honest. Call mm-hmm. a spade a spade. Sorry, terp, terrapins, terps, or the hell you want to call yourselves. You just didn't want to get that smackdown. The two of JRs. I get it. But because of that, the Big Ten now looks even more idiotic, despite the SEC having to postpone four games in the same weekend. Keyword being postpone. Postpone. That's it. But speaking of the Big Ten, uh, that team up north in Penn State continue to struggle with their combined one in seven record. Uh, while elsewhere in the conference, Indiana enters the top 10, and Wisconsin, also in the top 10, finally plays another game. Now they're 2-0 on the season. Great start. Uh, Both teams trying to seal their case for the college football playoff, although Indiana's hopes are going to run into a nice little buzzsaw this weekend in, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. The ACC started to make a case for two college football playoff teams this year as well, with Notre Dame remaining undefeated and also having a one-loss Clemson, who lost to Notre Dame, and a one-loss Miami, who lost to Clemson. Unfortunately for the Canes, it's not going to be them. Narrowly escaped. Narrowly narrowly escaped. escaped. Watch the entire game. Narrowly escaped. The SEC race... Is business as usual since Alabama is just going to take the crown yet again, even though Kyle Trask and Florida have definitely not disappointed to this point in the year. And Texas A&M has seemingly crossed that plane into the next hemisphere or turned the proverbial corner for now. Take a couple steps back next year, but that's fine. All while LSU deals with <laughs> some sexual assault cases, allegations, uh, whatever you want to call them. Um, that don't get nearly as much media attention as Chase Young paying back his plane ticket to a family member last year. But I digress. Ch- 
me for he took a job and paid it <laughs> right. paid it back like what like oh god little anyway. must champ uh, out the door at South Carolina uh, we'll see what what happens to the Gamecocks supposedly supposedly Hugh Freeze who knows don't care and COVID roams free across the southern campuses as I mentioned before with the litany of cancellations postponements uh, just COVID related issues. Big 12, though, still out. Pac-12, also still out from the playoff. Barring a miracle, neither one is going to be represented. We'll, we'll get we'll get a little bit more into that a little bit later. Chayton just chomping at the bit over there. I was about uh, to unleash. <laughs> but as I mentioned, it does open the door for some undefeated teams. Cincinnati won again. BYU won again. Marshall won again. Coastal Ooh. Carolina won again. And Liberty won again. All remaining undefeated. Liberty, 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 liberty. Liberty. Can we get sued for that? I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Five five games this week have already been postponed or canceled as well, Uh, but some notable matchups that are going to happen include Indiana at Ohio State, top 10 matchup there, Wisconsin at Northwestern, both ranked in the top 25 there, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma, also both ranked in rivalry. Uh, and a prime time slot for the Michigan Rutgers game. Game of the week. <laughs> NFL news, really only one thing mattered. But before we get to that, quick rundown of some other things that, that took place this weekend. Colts took over first place in the AFC South, just as your boy, Reister Domus, uh called out at the beginning yeah. of the year. Packers barely beat the Jags. Bucks look to look to be back in business offensively at least, tossing up forty six against the Carolina Panthers. Seattle drops their second in a row and third in four games. So your uh, your best quarterback in the league, MVP, runaway Russell Wilson, having some difficulties there. Old man Breeze broke multiple ribs uh, and collapsed a lung. I'm pretty sure as well, giving way for Jameis Winston to secure the win. The Bears have lost four in a row. Patriots beat the Ravens. Steelers remain undefeated. But really, the only thing that actually mattered, DeAndre Hopkins is really good at fucking football. Dude. Golly. Okay. Yes. Probably. Did you see Kyler Murray's tweet? And he was like, he like, he like, it was like the the video of him rolling out and it was the play and it was like in air quotes and it was like hot probably down there somewhere. And because he's just like rare. It's hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's the exact mindset. Dude, the second, the second his hands touched it. Oh yeah. I was like, he caught it. He he's fucking caught it. Best hands in the NFL. It's not even close. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. It, it's crazy that just, like, Larry Fitzgerald was that for so many years, and like for the last two or three, it's been Hop. Like, wild, fucking that, wild. You seen the picture of his Jordan glove? Yeah, and it's yeah. his hands. Oh, if they don't use that, if they don't yes. use that for some sort of marketing somewhere, like, then they're fucking up. Wasted. And opportunity. Michael Jordan doesn't fuck up. So, I, I, w- I will say how crazy. Like Kyler, Kyler's getting chased and he's got just a second to crank it. He throws a really good mm. deep ball. I love Kyler Murray. Like I think I think kids unreal, like love watching him play. He's, and then like, he's he's definitely uh been a lot better than I thought he was gonna be. Yeah. He's just he's hey, giving us those the short guys out there, baby. He's he's representing for us. He's every he's, bit of five foot five. Like like he's like I love he's it. Like, like five eight. Get out of he's here. He's like he's like five two, and <laughs> he's, he's he's three five, foot seven. He's but he throws he's, a fucking cannon. He's five two, and he runs a he runs a four flat four. Right, <laughs> right. It's he's, like that kid that kid that ran like a four one seven or some something like that. The fan. Yeah. Did you see that yes, video? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. A dude got like a head start running to the fucking line and they clocked him at a 414 or 4.17 or whatever. And it's like, yeah, Darts. of course he did. He got a five-yard head start. I remember seeing that and I was just like, that kid is screaming. And like, whatever, <laughs> I see it. And like, it wasn't actually 40 yards. Yeah. So yeah, Hop's yeah. unreal. Hop's Hop unreal. Is really, he's really good at football. Yeah. Uh, NBA news, trades started to happen, started coming in. Like hot cakes. Mm-hmm. CP3 off to Phoenix to join Devin Booker. Drew Holiday and 
Bogdan. I'm only going to call him Bogdan. He has one name now, Bogdan. Bogdan. He's like Cher, Bogdan. Uh, are headed to Milwaukee. Trevor Ariza, for whatever reason, back with the Rockets. Lakers land Dennis Schroeder. Uh, and James Harden turned down a nice little $50 million uh, with apparent hopes of joining KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn. So who knows what's going to happen there. But also, no one wants Russ, apparently. So No, I, I, I will say biggest... The Bucks just got immensely better. Like, I think the Bucks just got way, way better. All the things that they needed were immediately solved. I like Eric Bledsoe a lot. I like Eric Bledsoe a lot. No, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent defender. Drew Holiday is going to help spread the floor. And having Bogdan just sitting in the floor, it's going to open up everything Who wins and not the East, clock then? middle. Who wins the East if, if James <sighs> Harden goes to Brooklyn? <sighs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a fight. Think about it. <laughs> Who better to stick on Kevin Durant than Giannis? So Giannis could bully him. Can, and he, can he guard that, that that far out? Can because I mean because I mean KD K, KD is not your average dude that that height. No, they're but they're very they're the same height, and Giannis is much heavier. So I just well I yeah feel no like, I'm not saying size wise. I'm saying KD has way more skills from a handles perspective to get his shot. So can Giannis keep up with KD in that regard? I would like to think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's fascinating actually when you actually think about it because he's the defensive player of the year. I mean, it's Gian, I mean, Giannis. Now he gets that for the most part because he's the center fielder playing, playing, you know, rim mm. protector comes out to elbows and stuff like that. He had a lot of help and I think that's where they're going to miss Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe was first, all, nobody talks about that. Eric Bledsoe's first All NBA <clears throat> NBA defensive as well. So mm-hmm. that was two of their guys, and then uh, Brooke Lopez was on the second team. So like it helped a lot because Bledsoe could guard and funnel a lot of stuff into Giannis, makes Giannis look better. Yeah. Drew Holiday is a good defender too, but they're gonna have so with Drew Holiday, like Chris Middleton. Now you got Bogdan. Now you got Giannis. Now you got Brooke. Seven but, game series. I'm a, taking it's Milwaukee. A, it's still a significant drop off from Giannis. Chris Middleton to, to, can ball to, to numbers to numbers two and three, but it's not the same drop off from KD to James Harden or James Harden to KD or or James Harden to and Kyrie. Kyrie, you know. So like, here the 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 top three on both teams are generally dictate seventy five percent of the possessions, at least. I, I would agree, but here's my thing. When's James Harden ever won anything? That This is an interesting topic to actually talk about. I think James Harden, I KD like him. And, KD and James Harden back again. Back See again at very they're, different they're points. Yeah, if, here's the if thing. it goes down. Here, so, and, it goes down. And, and so I like, and last on this, like I like... I like Harden and Durant together. I love Durant. I think Durant's... One, I think Durant doesn't <clears> get as much credit for being one or two in the league like i know he's been hurt and stuff but because he left it's because he left and he joined the the warriors he became the villain at that point for most people in the league because he was the the small town hometown hero for okc taking a small market team same thing with Giannis. if Giannis leaves the bucks he's going to be looked at as a villain depending on what team he joins interesting I could see that. It would depend on if he goes to the Warriors, like some of them have talked about, then yeah, absolutely. They, like, well, they've yeah. talked about that. Like he's going to take a meeting with the Warriors <clears throat> next summer. Also, did you see who uh, the Heat are trying to get? Yeah. For those who don't know. It's Bradley Beal. That would be it's pretty good. It's a pretty good addition. Very interesting. They had an all, they had an all year, you know, team. Nobody really even talks about like the Miami Heat. Like, the bubble is in Florida. Like, kind of wasn't that, probably didn't disrupt their routine the most out of any of the teams to go to the bubble, obviously, other than Orlando. Other than Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but last thing, and I wanted to say on this on the Nets, I, I like Harden and Durant. Kyrie's a cancer. Look how much better Boston got whenever he left. Like, I, I think Kyrie Irving is a <clears throat> cancer. Kind of, honestly, makes me even think more of LeBron James, as hard as that is to say, because he won with, with a cancer as his second best player. So, very interesting. Exciting time. I'm NBA. I yeah. was kind of well, NBA. Yeah, we should get we should get into some of that more cuz cuz I would like to then 
dive into Kyrie a little bit, but I think <clears throat> I don't want to spend. I was gonna say like just kind of like like wordsmith this stuff because we've got a great topic this week. We've got a, we've already kind of wordsmith a couple yeah. like of these like big topics that I want. We need to do an NBA topic in the next couple of weeks. Let's do I it like next it. week. Fuck it. All right, let's do it. We had okay, so we'll uh, we'll talk off off yeah, camera, yeah. but we have the other topic that we talked about earlier too. So we gotta yes. we'll balance that out. Although with the NBA draft tomorrow, <clears throat> that, pretty timely. That could, that could bring that forward. So, anyways. The only other uh, what actually matters that had the the only other whammable, <laughs> whammy, 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 whammy was, bro. I didn't know this until two days ago. That Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. are scheduled to fight on the twenty eighth. That's yes. eleven days from now. Yes, eight three-minute rounds. They're not even going the full 12. Eight three-minute rounds. Dude, they're, 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 they're 50. Fuck it, yeah. Like, they're like, like 50. They're, they're older than 50, aren't they? Yeah, Are Mike they Tyson's not? in his early to mid-50s, yeah. Mike Tyson, he and, looks like he's going to kill. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he has for the last couple of years. He's been... Getting in shape. Did did you see? So this complete side note, but there was a apparently there's a restaurant that like didn't allow like said it wouldn't had a sign that said it wouldn't serve Muslims. And and yeah, and and fucking Mike Ty Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, you're going. I forget. Yeah, I I forget. The other two uh, people that were with him, but it was Mike Tyson. It was another heavyweight boxing champion, and it was another heavyweight boxing champion that was their coach. And they all went in, and they're all Muslim. Muslim, yeah. And so they went in and started praying inside of this restaurant. And you just see these the like owners of the restaurant in the back, and they're you can't you're not doing shit. Nope. No. Nope. You're just like so you have to accept it. And it's like if you literally you have a sign on your restaurant saying that you're not going to serve them, and then three heavyweight boxing champs <laughs> that are all walk Muslim. in, they're all Muslim, and start praying. Like that's just they just flopped it out on the table, <laughs> flopped out a sh- meat packing <laughs> sandwich, and like fuck that dude. Yes, yes, dude. I did not see that. I was wondering. You're like, yeah, there's this restaurant. It's not it all related. Muslims. It all related. It's like. <laughs> I guess that does matter. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe they would do that. Um, That's dude. Look, they look insane. How crazy is it that on the undercard, bro, if you didn't know that, do you know who's fighting on the undercard, bro? Justin Bieber. I looked at it. So they're, they're trying to get Bieber on and he's not. It's uh, Nate Robinson is going to fight. NBA ex NBA player Nate Robinson from the Knicks is going to fight Jake Paul, Logan Paul, like the YouTube guy, oh, yeah. his brother, which they've been doing a lot of like small promotion stuff. Like they're going to fight. I, that's actually like, I kind of want to see that. Kind of want to see Nate, Nate Robinson fight somebody. It might be worth the pay per view buy. Like it might oh, be. I'll buy it. I'll buy yeah. it. Yeah. So who do you think is going to win the fight though? Ooh, got to go with Mike. Gotta go with Mike. I'm gonna, let me pull up here. Let me see what the what would you guess the odds are? Like, I kind of want to know what the odds are in this fight. Guarantee you can bet it. I I guarantee you, Mike is the favorite. Let me see. How what like? Do you think he's like? I think it's Mike, close. I think it's probably think it's, relatively. I don't close. think it's crazy. Like, it's probably under 200. Wow, it's under 200. You're pretty. You're pretty close. One seventy minus one seventy. Yeah, right on the button. The take back nice. is Roy, Roy Jones plus one forty. Interesting. You got to take Jones, right? I would take Jones. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I'm betting, I would take Jones. Live dog. The problem is, is that boxing is. Uh, it can be a little like <clears throat> shady, just like especially when it's not really like super sanctioned. So like, I feel like everybody be like, "Yeah, Mike needs to win." So if it's close, well, unless it's unless it's a knockout, yeah. Then if it goes to decision, that's when people get. That's when it gets kind of shady. Yeah, boxing like, more so than any sport. It's shady, like yeah. in terms of like judging and shit. But anyways, yeah. So well. Love it, baby. 
We're going to be buying that Mike Tyson fight. Cannot wait. And Ryan and I got a little something cooking up for you on our big topic of the week. Mm. Let's take a break. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Okay, got that. Welcome back. Welcome back, peeps. So big, 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 huge. It's going to be huge. It's so huge. It's going to be huge. Huge topic. Hugest thing. The be- the biggest, the greatest topic ever. All of the topics, I love them. Every topic is the best. <laughs> this topic is 10 times that. Um, so huge, huge, really huge story, nonetheless, <laughs> for us this week. Um, you know, it, I, we wanted to do this last week. It's like even with another week under, under the belt, kind of gives us a little bit more clarity. College football playoff. It's time to really discuss <clears throat> what's going on. Um, never have I seen in the near decade of the college football playoff, I ha- never seen anything as potentially a non-Power 5 qualifying for the playoff. And that's that's really what we're going to kind of discuss this week. It's, it's <laughs> more, more probable than ever. I, I wanted to discuss it a couple weeks ago whenever I started saying, like, hey, there's a couple of, like, serious contenders outside the Power Five, and with the Big 12 and the Pac-12 not really looking that great and having some contenders, uh, you know, it, it kind of leaves the door open. So, anyways, in a COVID year, we have seen college football turn upside down. Games canceled. Week by week, some are postponed. The Big Ten specifically doesn't really have that large of a marge, large of a marge, large of a marge, that large of a margin for error. Marge is pretty large. (laughs) Rescheduling games later in the season. So it just is going to have to be what it is. A lot of other schools that started earlier have gotten full seasons in. and, And now I think you're getting into a really interesting situation. So... Power five, top five look as Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, Texas A&M. Kind of what we figured. You know, it's, it's kind of where we figured. But but as of right now, you know, we've got number seven, Cincinnati, number eight, BYU, um, that are that are right there in terms of uh, in terms of being there and outside looking in, you know, Marshall hanging out at undefeated at 14. But but really in realistic terms, the question is. Can Cincinnati and BYU, can somebody crash the college football playoff this year? I'm under the assumption of, and I, you know, I I think if it's going to happen any year, it's going to be this year. But my take on it is if it happens this year, unfairly or not, the outcome is going to greatly influence if it ever happens again. Let's, let's, (coughs) let's just say Alabama runs the table. Notre Dame beats Clemson, so Clemson's gone. Ohio State's in, and you've got that fourth spot up for grabs. Well, Alabama will have beat Florida, so Florida, boom, gone. Don't really see Texas A&M get in since Alabama beat them already. Like, could, could, if it got to the point where they could leapfrog somebody and they stick either Cincinnati or BYU in, they put them in at four. So let's just say that that does play out. I think in any year, this is probably the most probable year for that to happen. Unfairly or not, if Alabama lines up across from Cincinnati or BYU in the first game of the playoff, the outcome of that game, if they completely wax Cincinnati or BYU, it will be 10 years before they would ever discuss putting a non-group of five team in the playoff again. If they hang close and hang tight, you're going to hear a lot of people say, Playoff needs to be eight games. We need to expand it. You know, other teams have an opportunity because in the past, if you look at UCF, they called themselves national championships. They dubbed themselves that in 2017. They didn't have the shot and they played pretty well in their bowl game. So just like some other people we know. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wonder who. Wonder who. <laughs> so I I I think in the craziness of the football year, I kind of even think the committee might just say, man. Yeah, 
fuck it, you know? Like, it, it is a COVID year. It's kind of shortened. That's my take. I think <clears throat> I think it will happen. I, I'm going to call it. It will happen. And it's going to be BYU. So, so I would say <clears throat> if it was going to happen any year, this would be the year that it's the most possible, not probable. Because I don't, I don't think it'll happen. <clears throat> Just because I think there's, there's going to be a lot of muddying around that four, five, six, seven spot, even. Because realistically, right now you've got seven teams in the top ten that are undefeated. Right? You've got um, one from the SEC in Alabama. You've got four in um, the Big Ten. Or, no, sorry, three in the Big Ten. Um, four total in the top 25. And then you've got uh, the ACC with one. And then you've got, you know, your Cincinnati, your BYU, you've got your Florida, your your Texas A&M that have one loss, right? So there's just so many teams that are right there. So, like, would a undefeated Cincinnati be better than a one-loss Texas A&M? Clearly no, right? Because they're not right now. So if you say, okay, if both teams then win out their respective seasons, why would Cincinnati? Cincinnati's not going to play a, a team that would be, uh, I guess, quality enough to, to jump them over, right? And if, you were, if you're Texas A&M and your only loss came against the number one team in the country, your argument stands pretty heavy, right? Florida would have two losses, so they would, they would be out. Now, if Florida somehow wins, then the conversation's easy. Hey, if Florida beats Alabama in the, in the SEC championship, then you have two SEC teams in. I don't think that's a question. Um, or if Clemson beats Notre Dame then do you put Notre Dame and Clemson in? So I think that's kind of where your toss-up is. I think it would be hard for the Big Ten to do something like that, but you do have Ohio State undefeated, Wisconsin undefeated, Indiana undefeated, Northwestern undefeated. And, you know, if Wisconsin beats an undefeated Northwestern this weekend, they'll jump up a few spots. If Indiana were to somehow pull an upset at Ohio State, they would jump up a bunch of spots. You know, so it's like there's so many different scenarios that can happen where you have a one loss power five team that is either already above a BYU and a Cincinnati or could potentially jump them based on the rest of the rest of the regular season. That I just I don't see them being able to get the wins necessary to keep themselves above those teams. I, I get this I get the sentiment and and we're still I mean we've got <clears throat> five six games for some teams still to play to like sort all of this out I, I, w- I will caution and what's rough is and this is what's kind of a detriment to BYU not specifically Cincinnati BYU's got one game left like they've only got one game they're actually trying to find other games to like yeah. plug in for the rest of the year so they're all, they have a game this weekend but they're off for like the rest of the year and i think that it it's doing people they when they whip boise's ass that's when they kind of put everybody on notice mm-hmm. for for being being really good and that now here's what i'm going to say even in a in a perfect scenario for this situation Notre Dame beats Clemson Clemson's out right mm-hmm. Bama beats Florida Florida's out mm mm-hmm. mhm Right. Let's say that Northwestern beats Wisconsin this weekend, right? Because I think people and then would we give the them. nod. People would give the nod to a one-loss Wisconsin more so than they would a one-loss Northwestern, right? I think right. That's fair to say. Yeah. I don't. I'm not concerned about like Northwestern's not going to be there at the no. end. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, if Northwestern were to were to be the undefeated West side yeah. in the in the Big Ten championship, undefeated, and lose to Ohio State. They would, I think, they would not be looked at no, seriously B- at all. Right? No, BYU or Cincinnati <laughs> would get in yeah. over them. Yeah. So, so this is that's the best case scenario for a non-power five, right? Mm-hmm. You've got Ohio State Big Ten champ, you've got Notre Dame ACC champ, and you've got Alabama SEC champ. Because I don't think the Pac-12 and I don't think the Big Twelve are going to be able to to get in. So that leaves the door open for an undefeated Cincinnati, BYU, Liberty, uh, or 
one loss, Texas A&M, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Miami, Indiana, and this, even still a two-loss Clemson and Florida. And so, like, again, Texas A&M would have the best loss out of, out of any team. They, they would, but I don't think you can put – I don't think you can put in a non – especially this year, in a shortened year, I don't think you can put a non-conference winner from the Power Five with a one-loss. Who they played? Man. Okay, so so Cincinnati played SMU. So SMU has two losses right now. They have they looked they have looked great against look, they're up ten points against Tulsa. And I get it. It's a conference game. They should have won that game. But SMU is a quality team. They're a top thirty-five team. I think that's probably pretty fair. So quality opponent for sure. I was gonna say I called the Tulsa game. Just you, throwing that out. You there. did call the Tulsa game. You did. Ryan, Ryan did. Brian's gonna be yeah. So um they play at UCF to end the year. That's gonna be interesting. They've got some games coming up still. BYU's mm. already done their work. I I I mean they smacked Navy. What sucks is is that BYU had a really good inside track if they would have been able to play Michigan State, if they would have been able to play there were a lot of other teams they had on their yeah. schedule. But, they had a, but right now they've only played Boise State. That's the only team worth noting. Uh, I mean they beat Navy 55 to 3. That was pretty impressive. Um, you know, they, as far as, um, in the, uh, what is that? Or the, the mountain West, I think they're in the mountain West. They, their yes. game against Nevada who Nevada's ranked, they got, that got canceled. So like, I, I don't feel like we can penalize them. Look on BYU's team. I'm telling you right now, there's NFL players all over, <clears throat> all over the field. So, so, I, so I'm going to throw out some, I'm going to throw out some, uh, a combination of statistics here. Okay. And I want you to tell me it's going to be a blind resume. And I want you, I want you to tell me which team you think would I like would this. be deserving all right. of a spot. God, so assuming all <laughs> assuming all are undefeated, okay? Okay. You have one team team A, okay, 41 points per game, 12 points per game against or allowed. They average 471 total yards, 224 passing, 247 rushing, okay? Okay. Shitty notable, team. Notable, <laughs> notable wins would be SMU, Tulsa, Army. Ooh, like this. Okay. Team B, 45 points per game, 13.9 points per game allowed, 533 yards per game uh, on offense, 340 passing, 192 rushing. Notable wins would be Boise State. You already know where I'm going with this. Yes. Uh, Nevada. <laughs> well, not Nevada, but should be. Uh, Navy. Yeah. Um, Etc. Team C averages 38 points per game. Uh, averages about 20 points per game allowed. And averages 450 yards per game Um on offense, a good even it's like two twenty three and two twenty one, I believe, uh, passing versus rushing. And then the wins, um, key wins: Syracuse, Virginia Tech, NC State, Coastal Carolina. Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't think C is as strong as a resume. I mean, they've definitely played better competition, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we can only play who we're lined up against across from. And who is C, by the way? Is that that's uh, ACC team, right? Is it no? It's either Notre Dame or Clemson. No. Who is it? Who's team? Oh my! Liberty's played a schedule. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Damn, Rystra Thomas <laughs> coming through with the stat. That's it. That gets me hyped. I did not know so that. If, look. When I when I kind of was looking into this, I was like, man, if honestly, like out of all of the kind of five, I guess, non-power fives, like if they were to finish undefeated because they do have to play Coastal Carolina, who if they mm. were undefeated at that at, in ranked at that point and they throttled them, could boost them up. But Liberty and BYU are in the same conference. They don't even play each other. What? So like what would happen if they played each other? Like, well, they should just make them play. Come on, we're making up shit you know? as we go, anyway. Because that, it, hey, like if you if you're BYU and you've got some schedule, like you've got games left. I think 
Yeah, uh, Liberty finishes their season on the 5th. You gotta play each other. So you've got weeks. Schedule the fucking game, because that could be the defining factor to put a team in to the playoff football playoff. Liberty versus BYU. Ryan, that was strong. I like it. So, final closing out here. I really, dang, I really like that. (laughs) Okay, so, closing out right now. Does a non-Power 5 get into the CFP this year? No, I think it's, uh, I think it's ACC gets two in because I think Clemson beats Notre Dame. They really killed them. They really should have rooted for Clemson. And if Clemson beats Notre Dame and they beat them twice, like they really needed Clemson to get, they needed Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson to just run the table. And then that fourth mm-hmm. one gets muddy enough where if they're like, we're undefeated, like they get Alabama. <laughs> like week, right. week one. So good luck. It's not, it's not a good, it's not a good situation to be in either way. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say they get somebody in. I'm going to say it's either Cincinnati or BYU is going to get in. If they're undefeated, caveat, if they're both undefeated and they're putting that resume against... against UCF was undefeated. They didn't get in. But this is the year. And there was an outcry for that. And I I just truly think that in a COVID year, they're going to say, yeah, all right, kid. Let's see what you got, Rook. And so, so if they do get waxed, say they get waxed. Oh, they'll never bring it up again. Notre Dame's getting back in the playoff and they got fucking waxed. Shit, Ohio State's been waxed in the playoffs and they get back in. I could Oklahoma see Oklahoma gets waxed every single fucking year and they still somehow have a chance. I don't know why they still think Oklahoma's good. Just because they can produce quarterbacks. That's about the only thing that they're good for. And I think that's more Lincoln Riley than anything. That, we're getting here. They're getting to play it. They're getting a team off. When we come back. Pickalicks time. I don't do no song. I don't do no song and dance like one Che Booty over here. So welcome back to 85 Yards. It is now time for one of my favorite, what has become one of my favorite portions of this mm-hmm. uh, episode, which is uh, is pickpockets. Pickpockets. It's the time when we make some picks and pick some pockets. <laughs> Hey. hey! I like that. Hey! All right, buddy. So, <clears throat> since we were off, so Chayton and I actually did have some picks from last week. Uh, we didn't have our normal recording, but we did make note of our our picks for the week. Um, both of us went two and two. We didn't have any head to heads going, um, but our results from the week prior also two and two, two and two in head heads. The last few weeks have all been uh, been pretty. Yeah, 50 percent. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna shake some shit up um, this week though, and see what we can make happen. So uh, I'm currently sitting at nineteen. I being Reister Thomas, of course, uh, sitting at nineteen, fifteen, and one on the season. Seven and nine in head to heads. My picks this week: Arizona plus three at Seattle. Uh, Seattle just one hasn't looked good for a number of weeks and two they just they did me wrong this past weekend and this is my payback for this so arizona has looked really good kyler murray deandre hopkins both really good at football as we discussed earlier um i I like the spot quick turnaround from an emotional win uh on sunday for the cardinals but i do like them uh going into seattle and being able to put up some points on that defense Cincinnati plus one and a half at Washington. Uh, again, kind of similar to what what we've discussed before. That's kind of a toss up to me. Um, I, I I don't know. Like Washington doesn't impress me enough to make me think that they're going to be able to to hang with an offense that can put up points, has a lot of skill makers, um, and. Skill makers has a lot of playmakers. <laughs> I was gonna let you slide. <laughs> Skill positions, playmakers um, across the board, and can put up points at will. So I like the Bengals here. I like them to get win number. What is? Will that be three on the yeah. season? Uh, Joe Burrow trying to get the same number of wins as two us. So um, 
Green Bay plus two and a half at Indy. It smells funny to me. Line I didn't like stinks, it. We talked Ryan. about this earlier. I don't. I don't love the line. It makes me want to lean Indy. I'm curious to see if it if it starts to chill, uh, shift towards the other direction by Sunday. I'd be I'd be interested to see that. But um, Green Bay can turn it on whenever. I, I like them in this spot. I like them to to win by something, some amount of points. I like them to win the game basically. So. Um, Rams plus three at Tampa Bay. Two teams that are playing pretty well. I mean, Tampa Bay last week had a pretty off off week from an offensive standpoint, but the Rams have been playing pretty well, a lot better than I thought they would. Their defense is pretty stout, especially against the pass, and I, I like the Rams. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh, but I'll give them. I'll give them three points. Interesting. Interesting. So. Wait, we'll give him a little special nug here at the end. So nice. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't give any of that. Yeah, that yeah. N- nice Tradamus over here. 1913 and oh, nine and seven in head to heads. Um, you know, really proud. We'll get into it, get into the picks. I was two and two last week as well. No head to heads, obviously. So got three premium winners. I bet everything that you ever had and ever will make on Denver plus three against the Dolphins. Anything, absolutely anything. Go drain your 401k, go do whatever you can do. You got to take Denver plus three altitude game Tua on a hot streak going on the road uh, to a magic ain't going to work. I'm sorry. At some point, the Dolphins defense isn't going to score six touchdowns in a game like it's just not going to happen. So Denver plus three lock of the century week, year, month, whatever. I'm holding my nose and just playing a number like I should here, but you got to, I mean, you got to take the eight uh, jets plus eight and a half at the chargers. Uh, You know, it, you don't got to take nothing with it, the Jets. It stinks. It stinks. But the Jets cashed a ticket for me whenever we took them against the uh, whenever they were getting seven against um, uh, oh shoot the Patriots. And uh, you know I, they've been playing better. Um, I, I think you know as far as Flacco, I mean he's veteran. I mean he's got playmakers, and if you can protect them like they have in the last few games, he's he's made some plays. Hold your nose, take the eight and a half. Don't watch any of it, and cash the ticket whenever it's close. Um, <laughs> it's and not going to be pretty. It's yeah, it's not going to be pretty either way. But that's just too many points. And then finally, uh, Eagles plus three and a half at Cleveland. I know this one is is near and dear to Ryan, but mm. it's it's the number. I mean three and a half. That's out. Number and a half. The number's tough. Cleveland coming off tough win, grinded out against the Texans in a very physical, low-scoring weather game. Um, they are at home this week, but I do think Philly comes in knows that they're kind of desperate. I mean, the John. I mean, like they they got people nipping on their ha- heels as far as in that uh, in that division. So I like the Eagles <laughs> plus mean, three and a half. Division is a fucking shit. shit it is. So they got a win. Everybody's <laughs> not ever. They're, they're fucking the. In the first place in the division is going to wind up being, having six wins. That's and they'll host a playoff game. <laughs> it's a fucking absurd. It's ridiculous. It's nuts. Um, <clears throat> just disrespect. That's all that is. Right well, there. we've been against, on a lot of dis- my brownies. We're on a lot of disrespect this week. Do you want to tell them what what what's up with these picks? So, um, this just kind of happened organically. To be completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> Uh, as I started listing my picks before the show to Che Booty, he started just just throwing shade, <laughs> just throwing hard shade every single time, and so it became it became a theme. Even when he didn't like it, even when he didn't like the the last pick I had, <laughs> he said, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm taking it." <laughs> Uh, and so when he started listening, I said, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm taking it. I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with this shit." Um, and so we are actually going every single pick that we have made. Both myself and Jay Booty are going head to head. So we are each taking the opposite of the other person. So that means seven head to heads. Seven head to heads. This is this is this is the fucking moving weekend. Yeah. This is like this somebody's is gonna... gonna pull really far ahead. Or we're just going to stay like 50%. And it's what if it's just three, three, and out. one or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be stupid. <laughs> um, but pick a pick alicious, pick pockets. What was it? What was the thing you oh, said? Dude, dude. Oh, we should do what uh, was the song? Bootylicious. 
Cause my pocket's too picklicious for you, baby. I don't think you're ready for these pockets. I don't think you're ready for these pigs. My body's too picklicious for you, babe. What is <laughs> my say? pockets? My pockets too picklicious for you, babe. Oh damn, bro. I'm coming down and we're just gonna film all the like record my all these too picklicious for you, babe. You said pick you said with the the pickpockets where we picked something in the pocket like you had a little like tag with it when you said something what we recorded it so i mean we'll hear we'll be able yeah, to it was that. um uh we're making picks but we're also picking pockets mm, i like it i like it we'll have to keep that one tag it something like that i like it bro i need to ice my lower back because i'm in so I'm in so much pain. He needs to ice his lower back and he needs to rub olive oil all over his body. All over my apparently. Body. So you guys missed that one. That was a fun conversation. That was fun. Dry skin, baby. <laughs> uh, go get it. Go get after it. Enjoy that uh bachelor life, brother. Oh, you know me, man. Love it. Yeah. As always, this has been 85 Yards with your hosts, Ryan Boobs McClency, and of course Chayton Chaybooty Nine. Make sure you go and check out all of our additional episodes on iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, basically anywhere that you can and f- will find podcasts. That's where we're available. Just search 85 Yards. It will pop up. It'll be a good time. As always, 85 Yards through the heart of the motherfucking South. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.